Section 15 of the American Bee Journal, Volume 6, Number 4, October 1870. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. The American Bee Journal, Volume 6, Number 4, October 1870, by Various. The Economic Hive and Gallops. For the American Bee Journal. The Economic Hive. Mr. Editor, and someone says that means everybody. As I receive many letters asking what I think of the economic hive, mentioned and described in several numbers of the last volume of the journal, suppose you allow me to answer them at once through the pages of the journal. It will save me much trouble and obviate the necessity of replying to the same questions asked over and over again by different inquirers. Another matter I would like to speak about. I receive a great many inquiries somewhat like this. Mr. Gallup, I am a new subscriber to the American Bee Journal, etc., etc., and asking me for information about such and such articles, or what does such or such a writer mean, etc. Now, gentlemen, I am perfectly willing to answer your questions, but it appears to me that your very best plan would be to send the money to the publisher and get the back numbers of the journal. You would certainly get the worth of your money, and then you can understand what the writers mean better than I can tell you in one short letter. Well, here I am off the track, as sure as fate. To return, in the first place, the economic hive and the hive I use are, with slight variation, substantially the same. Both can be used in the same manner in every respect. I have used them with from 10 to 15 frames, but for general use, 12 are sufficient. All it needs is to make the hive wider or narrower to accommodate more or less frames. And using my hive two-story, I make the second story the same depth as the first. My frames hang on small three-cornered cleats instead of on rabbitings, and to make any hive into a second story box, draw the small finishing nails out of the cleats and nail them on again, low enough down to allow one-fourth of an inch space between the upper frames and the lower, without the honeyboard. Now all that is necessary to convert this into two hives is to move those cleats back to their former places again. In placing this top box on and lowering the cleats, it leaves an inch and a quarter space between the top of the lower frames and the honeyboard. Now drive four finishing nails into the sides of the hive, inside, leaving the heads project one-fourth of an inch above the frames. Then fit in an inch board and let it rest on those projecting nails. This will fill up so much of the vacant space under the honeyboard. In putting on the third story, I make my boxes so as to fit inside the hive on the frames, and do not use the honey board between the boxes and hive in any case. This third story is only used with very strong stocks. Once more, I will say that this hive suits me and can be used for every purpose and for me nuclei. You can raise four queens in it, as Mr. Truesdell says, and by inserting three division boards, you can make it into four small hives. 
The entrants on the four sides of the hive are all in the bottom board. It can be accommodated to any size of swarm simply by using the division boards, or not, as the case requires. In short, read what Mr. Truesdell says about the hive, and also what I have previously said about it, and then read what I say in the Annals of Bee Culture for 1870, when it comes out, about the best method of having honey stored in combs for market. Decidedly the best, in my opinion better than any glass boxes I ever saw. In such a hive, you have one adapted either to a poor honey district or to a good one. It will accommodate the largest as well as the smallest swarm you ever saw. It is cheap and simple. Understand, I am not cracking up this hive to make money out of it, for it is not patented, and I have no time to make any to sell. E. Gallup, Orchard, Iowa. The Gallup Hive I wonder sometimes how many beekeepers have tried the Gallup Hive, there being so many other hives that are so highly recommended. I have made and used, now for two seasons, more than a dozen of the Gallup form of hive, and thus far, I think it is good for all that Gallup claims for it. Simple in its construction, easily and cheaply made, and for one, I cannot conceive how any hive could be better adapted or more convenient to form nuclei with full-sized combs to raise queens, to equalize bees in stores, build up stocks, exchange combs promiscuously from hive to hive, etc., etc. No trouble about the frames hanging true, and I think I can handle a set of frames in the gallop form of hive in as short a time as I can in the Langstroth standard, and I am using both. If the several parts of the gallop hive are correctly made and put in place, it is almost airtight, and yet any amount of air, whether much or little, can be given and regulated even to the extent of suspending the hive in mid-air, with top and bottom off, if it were necessary. Its surplus honey arrangement can be made to suit location or fancy. I do not suppose that novice or grim or some others would do any better by using the gallop hive, but my circumstances are very different from theirs. And as it is of the utmost importance to me to use only one kind of hive, I intend to use the gallop form exclusively as soon as I can without material loss. Henry Christ, Lake P.O.O., September 7th, 1870. Those that boast most fail most, for deeds are tongue-tied. End of section 15. Read by B. Jones, Rogers, May 8th, 2021.